So, just how high will bond yields go? Well, I guess that in part depends on just how far central banks will go. And that, of course, depends on the data. But we are seeing a lot of data suggesting economies are slowing, even in the US, perhaps. So, data from the Fed today showing that most US consumers have far less money in their bank accounts than they did at the start of the pandemic. So, are we close to the end of this period of resilience? It's Tuesday, the 26th of September, 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the US dollar is pushing higher again. It's up a third of 1% on the DXY and getting over 106 on the index today for the first time this year. Of course, before the pandemic, it was struggling to get to 100. And remember, if the US dollar is doing well, someone else is losing out. And today, as is often the case, it's the euro, which is down half percent. The pound is down 0.2%. The Aussie lost 0.3%, down to 64.2 US cents. But really, the story today, bond yields higher again. 10-year treasuries back over 4.5% having pushed 11 basis points higher, up to 4.54%, which is a new post-2007 high. Uh, yields are higher in Europe as well, up 7 for 10-year gilts, up 6 in Germany and France. Aussie 10 years, down 3 basis points yesterday to 4.31%, then up 10 basis points on futures overnight. And US equities were mixed up and down all session, but finishing in the green, uh, up half percent for the NASDAQ at close, 0.4% for the S&P and 0.1% for the Dow. A sprint to the finish line on all indices there. And energy and discretionary are the big winners. Consumer staples, utilities and real estate not doing so well. A clear direction down in Europe, though, 1% off the Eurostoxx 50 and the DAX at close, 0.8% down for the FTSE 100 and the Current and oil is a bit lackluster today. A quarter percent fall in WTI, a marginal gain for Brent, which is stuck around 93.30. So, uh, not much data overnight or much of anything really, apart from that continued bond sell off. Uh, NAB Sky Masters uh, joins me in Sydney. So it's back, isn't it? New highs for 10-year treasuries. 30 years uh, got up to 4.666%, which is a bit of an ominous number, which is uh, another recent high. So uh, I guess the question is, I mean, you know, how long does this go on for? Good morning, Phil. And yeah, it's really a, a bond story over overnight. Um, as you said, very little data um, or new information that that came out overnight, but you've seen a significant um, sell-off in bond markets across across your major major markets and and very much a a, a long end led sell-off. So um bear bear steepening, um significant bear steepening we've seen overnight. Um you know when does when does this this end? Uh well you know who you know that that's that's a really good question. Well, maybe um, we I need been... to ask, how does it end? And then we'll know when it ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, it ends when the data turns, mm. um, is, is what I would say. And when and when investors get confident that um, we're closer to central banks cutting cutting interest rates. And um, I think, you know, what, what we, well, not I think, I know what we've seen in, in the last couple of trading sessions is, is that view being challenged as central banks have, you know, maintained... Um, you know, very, very hawkish stances and pointing to the fact that the cash rates going to have to stay at these restrictive levels for, for quite some, quite some time. And, you know, to be honest, if I look at price action that we saw on Friday night, that re- relief rally, um, that we saw in bond yields, I thought that was somewhat, somewhat at odds with, um, with what central banks had been, um, had been mm. saying. So, 
you know, a bit of a, I guess we've had a bit of a correction um, in in bond markets overnight. They've, they've retraced or more than retraced that rally that we saw on Friday. And as you said, US 10 years are now at um, 454, um, yeah, 454, which, um, you know, their, their post FOMC peak was, was at 450. Um, another thing to point out is that this sell-off that we've seen in yields overnight has been very much a real yield-led sell-off. Um, so you've got your 10-year real yield, which is up 12.5 basis points. The 30-year is up 13 basis points. So, so some big, some big moves on on no new information. Well, yeah, no, but the information we've had has been sort of indicating a slowdown. So, I mean, okay, in Europe, the German IFO, no real change in in business climate or current conditions or in expectations. It's it's basically bleak, bleak, bleak. So it's either stagnation or contraction from from here on in. It seems, but well, that's that's no surprise. Christine Lagarde was talking overnight to actually addressing the European Parliament. Uh, and no new approach. Interest rates will be set sufficiently restrictive uh, for as long as necessary, and they will continue to follow a data-dependent approach, she said. But we had Isabel uh, Schnabel uh, saying in a separate speech yesterday that activity in the euro area is clearly moderating. So have they reached their peak? Well, maybe. And then, you know, we start to see the regional. I know the regional surveys in the US perhaps don't mean too much on their own, but the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index Another regional manufacturing index showing a, a bit of a slide. We'll see what the Richmond Fed uh, manufacturing index uh, says when that comes out today. And we get fed the, the Dallas Fed services tomorrow as well. And then there was a survey by the Fed on consumer bank accounts showing most households have less cash on hand than now than before the pandemic. The exception is the highest, the wealthiest 20% of the uh, of the population. But everybody else has seen a decline in balances across all other income groups from the high point in 2021. The, the bottom two-fifths uh, saw an 8% de- decrease in the amount of money they've got in their bank account. So that's going to create a slowdown in spending as well. So in the background, we've got all of these signs. And then the World Trade Monitor, I mean, you know, I'd never heard of it before today, but the, it's in the Netherlands Bureau for Economic Policy Analysis. They reckon uh, that the, the trade volumes are, are down 0.6% in the month of July uh, alone, and that is the the biggest fall in economic activity since the start of the pandemic. So put all of these together, we've got a whole load of signs that there is perhaps a slowdown happening, and yet we've got all this expectation that uh, central banks are going to keep on going higher, and that's you know fueling this that uh, this increase in bond yields. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's necessarily an expectation that central banks are going higher um, because what you saw overnight was short end yields did very little. Um, you know, in, in the US, mm. the, the two year treasury note was up around one basis point. So I think, uh, I think right. gilts, so it's just longer. two year rates were actually lower. So all the price action that you're seeing at the moment is in the longer end of the curve and you, that's resulting in steeper curves. And, you know, since July, that's what you've been seeing. So since, you know, early July, the US two year, 10 year, um, treasury curve was at around uh, minus 110 basis points. It's currently at minus um, 59. So it's all the price action that you're seeing is in your longer end of the curve. And that is reflecting the fact that maybe central banks are going to hold rates in restrictive territory for much longer than, than investors had previously thought. And you know, it's that ballot, that sort of shift from are we about seeing imminent recession or is this going to be a soft, a soft landing? So yeah, the data is 
the data is showing evidence that tighter policy is having have, is having an impact, but it's not yet convincing enough to say that, you know, do you know what? Central banks, banks can start um, taking cash rates lower. And that's why you're seeing um, longer dated yields reprice. Um, you know, how, how much further do they go? You know, as I said earlier, I, I don't know. It's up, it's up to the data. We had been targeting 450 on US 10 years. Um, so we're at that level. Um, can they go higher? Well, yes, they can if the data continues to surprise to the upside. Um, but you know, to, to what you just said, a lot of, you know, the, some of the data is, show, is showing signs of, signs of softening. So, so maybe, you know, may, maybe that's saying that central banks have, have done all that is, is required. Um, but what we need to see now is that inflation continues to head lower. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and what about locally? So to what extent? I mean, certainly, you know, we know the Aussie dollar is, is, gets hit by activity in China. How did, I mean, does that impact the bond markets locally as well? Because the, the story overnight, Evergrande, the property developer, is having trouble. They were, of course, trying to uh, restructure their debt, issue new securities. Uh, they're having difficulty doing that because of the regulator over there. So they could face liquidation. I'm not sure whether there'll be contagion beyond that and how big a question that is for the Chinese economy. Uh, but that could be bad news. The, you know How that spins off to hit the Australian economy could be bad news, or certainly the Australian dollar anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that that's obviously... Um you know, concerning concerning news, um, but I think I think in terms of sort of China and the outlook for China, etc., continues to be sort of more of a story for the currency, I think, than than bond yields for mm. now. Um, so yeah, if you're going to see any any impact, I would have thought it would be more in the in the Aussie dollar right. than, than Aussie. Well, tonight, uh, U.S. house prices is fairly quiet data-wise, I have to say. Again, uh, of course, we get start to get inflation numbers later on in the week, but uh, just for today and tonight, U.S. house prices tonight, new home sales tomorrow morning, uh, consumer confidence, uh, confidence from the conference board, uh, and, uh, you know, we're getting a wide discrepancy in those between the present situation, uh, which is up over 170, and the expectations index, which is down around 80. So consumers there saying, oh, things are okay now, but they're expecting things to get much worse. So we'll see whether uh, that changes in the information which is out today. But otherwise, a fa- another fairly quiet day today. So an opportunity for uh, for bond yields to roam free sky based on where people think things are going without any data to try and uh, directionless, I guess is the word, isn't it, for where we are right now? Yeah, we are. We are a little bit directionless, um, and I think yeah, I still think you know we could see a little bit of a consolidation in yields, but you know if 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 this sell off gains a little bit of momentum, you know you you could see maybe you could see um, it continue. One thing we didn't talk about that's probably worth noting, um, Moody's. Rating agency was out overnight. Um, they released a, a report, um, and in it, they just made a, a comment around, um, the risks around a US government shutdown. Um, and that may have, you know, created a bit of, um, or had a bit of a reaction to, to investors. Um, you know, Moody's is the only major rating agency out there that still has a AAA rating for the US. Um, and they did just comment how, um, you know, a, sh- a shutdown would unders- underscore the weakness of U.S. institutional and governance strengths rel- relative to other AAA-rated sovereigns. Um, 
So, you know, something and to as watch, we were ta- I guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. As we were talking about yesterday, uh, it seems unlikely that uh, it's going to stop, is it? That they're going to stop it happening. And so we're going we're to throw ourselves into it by the weekend. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, good to talk, Sky. Thanks for coming on. We'll catch you again very soon. Thanks, Phil. And perhaps we start to see more direction from tomorrow when we start to see those uh, inflation numbers coming out. But that's it for now. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. Thanks for listening. See you in the morning.